Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Teddy. It has been a very long time. Yes, it's been a hot minute. How was Idaho? Oh, it was very cold and barren. I told everyone that you're on vacation. That's why you're not on the football wall. Ah, I hope everybody has missed me. Indeed. So today we're going to talk about something very naughty. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about porn. Oh. Alright, so now what's really funny and interesting is whenever a new medium comes about, and whenever a new medium had come about, you and I both know that somebody will use it for porn. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, granted, there isn't a very clear distinction between what's an artistic nude compared to what's pornography, pornography, but... According to some scholars, porn has existed since prehistoric times. Okay. But yes. actually, like, if you want to be super, I don't know, like, picky about the definition, technically, yeah. anything can be porn, no? Like, if somebody is using it to... Oh my god! <laughs> like, jerk off to... Ah, oh no, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah. right. So what actually distinguishes between porn and just... I mean, like, to me, it's like you have not. to have, like, a naked human lah. Okay. Yeah. So there's erotic scenes on historical art. Okay. And if we fast forward a couple thousand years, mm-hmm. there's virtual reality porn. <laughs> like, Ooh, like there's VR yeah, porn. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Which, by the way, is one of the most popular porn categories out there, according to like porn hubs like data virtual analytics, reality like like porn? VR porn, so that you like you like can look around the room. And Wait, was it with you? Or somebody else that you so watch VR porn. We no, did no. we did not watch no. VR porn together. It was like somebody was talking about Habu Hotel. Oh what yeah, Habu Hotel. Yeah, yeah, Habu Hotel. I think that's the name of the game. But I think apparently now there are some really like twisted people that have turned that into a porn yeah a porn zone porn where zone. they have like naked characters. Oh, I, I and then other <laughs> characters. Atta- like not attacking assaulting the naked is it assault like when both, a digital like, assault yeah. when two people are controlled and one person is controlling two characters but basically they just they create no we did not talk about this but they, they make porn in yes, Habo Hotel, hotel yes. okay alright so it's, it's clearly Michelle has been a naughty naughty girl on the internet it's YouTube if you also have been a naughty naughty boy or naughty naughty girl on the internet you may have wandered on the internet and found that a very famous explicit internet website and actually a number of very famous explicit internet websites are blocked in Singapore by our darling MDA. And although this kind of sends a message on what is acceptable in Singapore, all streaming, like streaming and watching yeah. online porn is not illegal with all the usual caveats in it as well. Lah. No. So streaming porn is not illegal, but we block certain websites. Yes, just to be like, we don't like this, but like we're not gonna arrest you for like uh, streaming porn. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you can like remember last time Tumblr used to be like the porn zone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The so hot so and cool. steamy makeout scenes on Tumblr. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, as a disclaimer, we also have to include that this podcast cannot be used as legal advice or any opinion on the topic and you really cannot rely on it because, you know, Teddy is very unqualified and Michelle is also very unqualified. So if you have any real questions about this, maybe you should consult a lawyer about your wanking habits instead of listening to this podcast. Okay, so... Moving on, in general, I suppose you can feel reasonably safe and peaceful knowing that every time you jack off, you aren't really breaking the law. Okay. Even though now it, it might not do it for you anymore. Yep. <laughs> so that's nice. So what's actually illegal is downloading porn. I don't know anyone who downloads porn. Like download to your computer? Yeah, download to your computer. Actually, you actually, know? actually, my, I know someone who downloads porn. Okay, I don't know, any, I don't know anyone who downloads porn, but... Yeah. Don't you feel like a lot of the times where we listen to other crime podcasts or yeah. hear of like other crime stories, there are people who will download like CP and... Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like messed up. And that's up. how they get arrested, no? Where yeah, they have, exactly. They find like um, gigabytes and terabytes of like CP it's so on their messed computer. Up. But to sum it up, yes, yep. you can watch porn. Yep. You just cannot download porn. You cannot make porn. You cannot own porn. Wait, you cannot make porn? You cannot make porn. Oh, yeah. But wait, but what actually constitutes making porn? Now that's debatable and okay. something that we are not qualified okay, to. Okay, okay. Let's to, leave it as yes. that then. And one last thing is that, okay, maybe you cannot make porn in Singapore, right? But you also cannot import or sell porn. So you cannot be a porn star. You know, like, when I was young. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Wait, what but, if yeah. you are assigned to an agency that producers porn but you're not technically selling you're just getting a paycheck from the agency i think it's considered as you making porn and again like we we don't, we don't have the qualifications yes. so yeah like so imagine you're like on only fans but you aren't managing the only fans you're just a right. yeah, yeah where does that stop that's kind of tricky yes so i generally don't have anything against porn as long as everything is spider book you know what i mean right. i think like it's just sexual adult exactly yeah. You want to discern that everything is clean, everything is consensual, there's no exploitation. Yeah. And if you want to be a porn star, it's great. I hope we make lots of money, like yeah. really lots of money in a very safe, comfortable environment. And just maybe don't be in Singapore. Yeah. But th- the problem is that that's not always the case. And I'm not sure if it's because I consume so much crime content or watch so much trash. But it's to the point where I'm a bit like, actually, sometimes even when it looks above the board, it's not above the board. Mm. Yeah, so that's a bit heavy. Okay, so, and then we also have the type of porn where it's very explicitly wrong. So, revenge porn is when people's nudes or personal videos are leaked. So, revenge porn is illegal in Singapore because first, you're distributing porn and for a lot of other reasons, I'm very sure more loyally people can explain. Right. And, And if you are even a little bit involved in revenge porn, you're probably a complete asshole. Yeah. Yes. And one thing that you can do, so fun fact, you can commence a civil suit, which I feel if I was in that circumstance, is also a good opinion because referring to this article by SingaporeLegalAdvice.com, <laughs> you can get a settlement oh. and insist on removing the images or videos from the internet. If the asshole that did it doesn't comply, uh-huh. my understanding is that you can even go into a criminal suit. Right, yeah. so you can sue someone for like, yeah. doing a revenge point. My understanding is this might be the best. Like, Yeah, but is it hard to get us? Like, I assume so. And I assume like any other sex crime in Singapore, they'll like come for your character. Mm. Well, if she didn't want it out there, why did she do it? Well, I don't know, man. Why did your client do that? Yep. Yeah. 
So when we talk about porn in Singapore, so this is a very long introduction, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Having gone through campus life, it's very hard not to talk about all the creeps that scout around the schools trying to film people showering. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, oh wait, are we going into... Are we going to that territory of like stories for when you're in secondary school <laughs> and there are creepy men hanging around your school? Well, I had I had a story, so I don't know if anyone listening is also from NTU. Yeah. But remember during orientation, yeah, the underwear, the underwear stealing bunny. So yes. they they were like, don't hang your underwear outside because an underwear stealing bunny will come and get it which is also a bit like why is this a thing and why is it so concerning no, that we have to be concerned about it no but it's not just when you're hanging your underwear outside um, no? I know of people whose clothes have been rifled through in the dryer and underwear gone missing oh that's messed up right yeah, did they put CCTV in the laundry I rooms know. I can't remember I don't know yeah. When we were living on campus, there was this guy who was caught trying to film people in showers. And I believe there was a similar case in NUS as well. Uh, and there was a period of time where this is very common. I genuinely don't understand it because showering is very unsexy. It's like scrubby dubby dubby. Yes, I think it's like people who take upskirt videos of girls on escalators oh, yeah, that or in the I really train. I cannot understand. Um, what are you looking out for? I don't get it. Yeah, why are you such a creep? What do you plan on doing with the video? How about sharing it with more than 40,000 other creeps like you on a filthy Telegram group chat? Oh, I think I know what today's topic is. Hi, I'm Teddy. And I'm Michelle. And welcome to A Briefcase. Today, we're covering one of the largest scandals in recent years, the SG Nasi Lemak Telegram group chat scandal. Okay, now the problem for me is that I don't think that this was very fair. I don't think that this particular case was very fair. Alright, so in general, I have quite a lot of faith in due process in Singapore. And I think yeah. that Singaporean judges, as a general rule, are very competent, very well-educated, very ethical people who give a lot of thought, a lot of weight to their decisions. And I have no doubt that if ever the case, I would like to think that I would be treated fairly in a mm. Singaporean court. Yeah. Now, what I have a problem with is the emotional fairness of this case. Right. Yeah, so okay. I don't think this has any standing whatsoever but this is just how I felt when the case was going on okay so four men were charged yeah 29 men were administrators in the group okay and this was a group of 40 more than 40,000 dudes and only four men were charged okay, okay? and I don't know how this makes me feel as a woman you know the, the funny thing is well, not not funny, but the funny thing is, um, I followed. I didn't follow the case, um, in Singapore so closely. So yeah. you, I rely on you to give me like facts yes. of the case. Um, but I did follow the, the Korean, Korean one, like version of the case, which which yeah. was a lot more complicated and had a lot more layers to it as well. Yes. But I think the common trend is that a lot of the people who were participants, they weren't brought to justice, basically. They, exactly. They were punished, like, heavily, and only... And I think in that particular case, like, yeah. just to digress a little bit, in that particular case, it was worse because it went down to the point where they were threatening the victims. Exactly. They were threatening the victims, yeah. like, 
oh, we are gonna rape you, we are gonna find you near your house yeah. and stuff like that. And these people who are threatening them, they ended up just defending themselves by saying like, oh, I was just part of the group and we thought it was funny, da da da. And some of them really just got away scot-free. And yeah. I thought it was pretty messed up. Um, so I think in that particular case, the administrators, uh, you know, the guy who came up with it obviously was caught. And then some of the other key players were also caught and and then because the public outroar was so like it was yeah, so massive the documentary is yeah, crazy that they ended up picking up some of the other guys yeah extra the guys. heavy yeah. participants as well but I think yeah. it's quite sad to hear that yeah the same trend is visible in Singapore, in Singapore too. yeah no so you never know like the dude standing behind you in the escalator sharing yeah. your like fucking underwear. I wear granny panties by the way now. Oh, so just like... so that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just because it's comfy and I'm kind of old. Yeah. And then the thing is that like apparently, allegedly, some of the photos are like off like schoolgirls. Oh no. It's like upskirt photos of like schoolgirls. Not that we know lah. They never shared it. Like there wa there wasn't a lot of detail that okay. could be found about what the content is. And I think that's also to protect the privacy right. of people. But it was like explicit photos, explicit videos, upskirt photos and like definitely like some neat like leaked revenge porn. Okay. There was also discussions about sex in that chat so like okay. imagine if you like control f your name and then you find like a bunch of dudes discussing what right, it's like yeah. it's like or not even like being like oh i wonder what it's like to bang her that's like disgusting mm. yeah and of course there were also people advertising like vice workers that are like prostitutes and sex workers being like oh yeah but like talking about this I don't know what the social outcome is for yeah. like men, but for me, I'm a bit like, if I was a dude, now I know I can like just join these kind of chats yeah. and like nothing will happen to me, you know, because I'm just a participant. Yeah. So speculatively, I think this could have caused a greater demand for this kind of nonsense. Okay, hold up though. Yes. I do have a question. Yes. So I think like part of the reason why some of the people couldn't be punished was because some of them joined the group. Um, They can argue that they joined the group out of curiosity or yeah. they got pulled in out of curiosity yeah. and they just never left. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that. So let's say like where do you draw the line between someone who is let's say and like a contributor versus yeah. someone who was just joined a group. Yeah, because it's not left. legal to like stream porn, right? Yeah. No, but at the same time it's a bit like if you're joining the group and why are you staying inside? Exactly. Yeah. It's as if like, oh, you were caught in not not to this extreme, but imagine you were caught in a club in a drug raid. Yeah. And but perchance you are drinking from the dealer's tables. Yeah. But you didn't know you were just drinking from the dealer's tables. You didn't know that he was a druggie. The interesting thing, right, is that I don't think it's that kind of thing. Because when this case went out, everybody was Everybody on like those dirty forums like Sammy Boy or EDMW, when yeah. you look back at these threads, right, they were like, oh, is there a Nasi Lemak thread too? Oh, there's a Nasi Lemak thread too, thread three. So there were people opening new threads for this oh kind of God. content. Oh because God. now they're like, oh, actually, right, 44,000 people, four people were caught and those four people were administrators. Honestly, like if it's up to me, I will punish anybody who submitted something. Yes, actually that's a good that's yeah. a good thing. Because if they submitted something means that they have that something downloaded somewhere and isn't yeah. that enough to like 
go after them. Yeah, so if let's say you are maybe just a silent participant, I mean, socially or if I'm your friend, I'll be like, you are very nasty. Yeah. But I think if you're actually participating, yeah, if, just like, you're if a you're gross actually, person. If you're actually sending, contributing yeah. to the videos, then I I don't see why they weren't punished. I think guys who share porn is kind of weird because it's like, here's what I wanked off to. You might enjoy working off. Isn't it kind of like, you know, odd. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I have something that I quite like to say often. I think you've heard yeah. it before. If you play shit games, you win shit prizes. Indeed. So the I chat don't think has I've heard you say that before. Oh, many times. <laughs> so anyway, the chat's been shut down. So please don't go starting another chat or finding more chats like this. So who are winning these shit prizes, Michelle? Officially there were four men arrested. Yeah. Which I think is a very emotional injustice. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to go through each of them and their ages at the time that this happened. Okay. So we're going to start with the oldest. And at the time, he was 37. Okay. And his name was Leong Tian Wei. Okay. And he was the oldest of the group. Should have fucking known better. And he had two kids. He had two kids? I don't know if he was still married, but he had two kids. Right? And he didn't have a job, which is why I suspect he was so free to do all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> And how he got into it is that according to the Straits Time, he used to have a close relationship with a vice worker. Right. Which makes me think like... Wait, but what does that have to do with starting... To starting to become an admin and engage, right? Alright, yeah. we're gonna get there. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you can engage a vice worker. Yeah, but you that's know, legal. Legally yeah. or illegally, I'm not so sure, but both are consenting adults. Yes. Um, how does it go into it? How does yeah. that... This is why I'm not yeah. sure if he has a wife. Because imagine you're unemployed and you're still yeah. spending money on seeing like but sex workers. But he's making money from the chat, right? Later on. Yes, later on. But okay. I would be so fucking angry. I'll be like... Yeah. You don't have a job and you're taking our food money to go have sex. What's wrong with your hand, huh, bro? Mm. Yeah. He he had he built up this relationship with this sex worker, vice worker. Um, we don't actually know if she's a sex worker. I assume it's a nice way of saying sex worker, lah. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets introduced to this other guy called Huaka, which sounds like a pimp. And so Huaka is like, okay, why don't we join this chat? And you just need to promote um promote this for me. And I'll pay you 300 to 800 each time you promote. So every week he was taking in 300 to 800 dollars. Right. So he was yeah. helping promote the, the, the vice worker. So yeah. when I was in Seattle, <laughs> I learned. Um, yeah. So I was in Seattle and then we went on this coffee tour. And part of the coffee tour passed by a bar. Mm-hmm. And then the, the tour guide was telling us like how this bar came to be. And it was, I think, the first gay disco. Oh, that's fun. In that area. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how we digress to that from a coffee tour, but then she used a very nice phrase to discuss. It's um, ladies with negotiable affection. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. That's Are you a lady good. with a negotiable affection? No. No, neither am I. But we are looking for sponsors for the show, as always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you can't just like randomly hop into a chat and start promoting like yeah. sex workers. So you have to be like active. Yeah. Right? If not, you're not going to be made an admin or whatever. And so like, he would start posting photos and videos so that people wouldn't just know him as like the pimp, essentially. Okay. And so when the deputy public prosecutor was looking into it, they were like, like, whoa, bro, you would have made at least $11,000 from posting. 
Wait, so he was posting videos uh, and photos of the no, vice worker. We we don't know what he was posting of because that wasn't disclosed. Yeah. But he was definitely posting like advertisements in addition to like other videos and photos. Okay. So when they actually got his devices, right? I, I remember there was like more than one device. I can't remember the exact number, right. but he had like multiple phones and stuff. Yeah. And he was being very difficult. So guess how many guess how many photos and videos he had? I'm gonna put a wild guess out there and say like eight thousand for the that's, hot number. <laughs> that's a that's a good guess because he had eight thousand one hundred and thirty nine photos. Yeah, we Chinese. Yes, and three thousand and eighty three videos across his devices. That's like a lot. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So they never found the guy who was paying him Huaka. Okay. Yeah, but it's enough to like pursue. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so his lawyers were like, oh, can we have a ban on showing his face in the media because he has two young kids. And when his kids see his face in the media of him being a pervert, they'll be so traumatized. Yeah, but the public <laughs> needs to know what who about to the avoid? girls who didn't know about their videos being shared, exactly huh? Exactly right. Yeah, and the judge was like, "Lol, no, I mean, public shaming is an inadvertent consequence of his wrongdoing." Yeah, which basically is like play shit games and win shit, shit prizes. Price. So in the end, he pled guilty to three counts of distributing obscene material. Yeah. Two counts of facilitating the provision of sexual services. So yeah. I guess pimping is illegal. Yeah. And one count of possession of obscene films. And so he was fined $26,000 and spent nine weeks in jail. Which I, I think the issue mm-hmm. here, rather when I'm hearing the charges, and I mean, I'm going to give the benefit of doubt that the judge and the prosecutor did everything that they could to get him the min- the maximum yeah. um sentence. But it feels like what's lacking here is like the lack of laws to protect women from non consensual material. Yeah. Like there's no it's all like okay, he got some obscene material. Yeah. He uh distributed no, I get what you mean. Like but surely yeah. it should be he surely he should be And so the next one is 26-year-old Leonard Teo Min Shren. If you are dating a Leonard, just know that all the Leonards that I've met so far in my life have all been pervs. Yes. Really? Really. <laughs> I know two Leonards. They're very nice. Oh, okay. They're not all Leonards. The one Leonard I know, personally, massive perv. Yes. So, Leonard Teo, he worked odd jobs and according to sources, he was diagnosed with major depressive disorder, which shouldn't be a thing because many depressed people don't go out and share porno- pornogra- pornography. Voyeuristic porno- <laughs> pornography. Yes, many people who are depressed don't share voyeuristic pornography. But even um, IMH, the Institute of Mental Health, which I guess is the leading source of information on this kind of thing yeah. they say that it contributed to his offences and impaired his judgement because usually when you're depressed it's like probably not great for your decision making skills yeah uh, but he still did things and he was an admin and he wasn't like he was an idiot you know what yeah. I mean so I just kind of feel like it's a cop out mm-hmm. a little bit but I don't know him so I can't make that judgement call yeah so he shared porn, he talked about sex, he promoted vice activity, and they found 427 images, just just that. So not too bad, but still awful. 
Yeah. So he didn't go to jail. He didn't get fined. He got a twelve month mandatory treatment order. MTO. Oh, he didn't go to jail. Oh, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. And so oh. we got two more people here. Okay. Okay. We got a nineteen year old Justin yeah. Lee Han Shi, and I'm just like Jesus, teenage boys, and an unnamed seventeen year old kid who cannot be named because of the Children and Young Persons Act. Right. Oh, they are so young. They are so young. So anyway, Justin Lee and the seventeen-year-old boy—they were given probation, lah. No, but like I meant, they are so young, not in a way of like, yeah. oh, they shouldn't be punished, but more like, what? They are so young, and, and they're, they're already so, so sick. Yeah. yeah. No, but do you remember you? You didn't go to a mixed secondary no, school, and by JC, the boys already learned how to behave. I went to like, secondary school and teenage boys are fucking filthy and they talk about everything. So right. even their girlfriends, like when... So I went to a neighborhood school. Yeah. And like if they made out with their girlfriend, if they like touched her titty or whatever, you know for a fact the whole school is going to find out the next day. Oh, like they'll just tell everybody like, I touched your boobs! Like the first time that like this couple in sec 1, sec 2 had sex... Like, by the end of the month, everybody knew. Oh. That was messed up. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. I think... Um, I mean, they got married. <laughs> oh, they got married? <laughs> From secondary nice. school. Isn't that a surprise, though? Who had a plot twist? What a plot twist, what but yeah, yeah, they're still twist. together. <laughs> oh, that reminded me of a couple that broke the bedroom. Oh, uh, no, that broke the bed in the inner chalet. <laughs> And then everybody knew. Everybody knew. Anyway, so the lesson is, like, even though they're, like, 17 and 19, just teenage boys are dicks, which is why I understand Mm -hmm. why a lot of parents are, like, don't let your teenage daughter date anyone. But I think that you need to, like, learn how to... I think you need to date, like, an asshole once to to suss out assholes. Yeah. Because, like, as an adult, assholes are really good at hiding ass... Nice boys. Yes. Yes. Fuck boys especially. But now now you can spot them. Like, ooh. Thanks for being on this episode, Michelle. You're most welcome. It was really fun. Um, what do you think of my sex offenders registry with photos and everything? No, I... I think, sex, I think there's yeah, an actual sex. I think there's an actual sex offender sure registry. That there is a sex. But offender. I think it needs to be so much more public. You, you know, like last time when people used to do things, like if they stole from a store mm-hmm. or if they like hit their wives or whatever, then they would be yeah. put in the town square, and then everybody knows that you're a a criminal. Yeah. I think if you are a rapist, yeah, you should be publicly shamed. Yeah, fair. No, I 100% agree. Um, So, I'm trying to see whether we have something similar. Mm-hmm. So, the police, they do have a non-public record of people convic- convicted of sex crimes. Um, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, it's non-public. There is a petition, everybody, on yes. change.org if you want to get the sex offender registry going. Yes. Um, They were trying to get 500 signatures, but... There's only 200 plus so far. So. so why don't we all go sign this registry, this petition? Oh, well, this this petition has been alive since three years ago. I think that the interesting thing is a fair number of people have a vested interest not to get this signed because like their kids, la, their dad, la, their uncle or something might mm. be on there. 
maybe once upon a time you are a dicky person and we know dicky people who have become much less dicky people yep. and then now you want to like move forward, forward with, with it. your life yeah but i think that there should at least be a period where something like this is yeah, required yeah. so that i okay i think you know this is going into very like ancient china territory but <laughs> i think there was a period of time where traitors and okay not specifically sex offenders but yeah like, uh, people who steal, yeah, um, traitors of the state, or I don't, I don't remember what. I thought other traitors offense. of the state they'll kill like three generations of your family. Yeah, okay, probably people <laughs> yeah. who steal. Like basically, you offend some, you commit an offense, but you're not dead yet. They yeah. will brand you with like. Oh, that's messed up. Okay, you know, I think that's a bit much. I was thinking like maybe like if you rape someone yeah. for at least five years, your name should be like up there uh-huh. in a public website yeah like rapists of Singapore <laughs> and that you should have to tell your neighbours so like five years <laughs> you'll bring back the branding no like brand their foreheads. I mean I went from a sex offender registry and Michelle has gone straight to forehead branding <laughs> Okay, so girls can be aggressive too because yes. I have a friend who is the aggressor yes. in sexual encounters. Yeah, and then so it changes the culture of hooking up in Singapore which I think is more prevalent than people want to know no. into something that happens only when both parties are explicitly consensual. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think like half, like for that to work also... um. Think girls also. It's fucking weird to be like, eh, so do you consent? <laughs> no, but I, I would say that that would be good if everybody can just own up to whether they consent or not. Like saying like a strong yes yeah, or yeah, no. Yeah, a strong yes or no. Then yeah. you don't have to, you know, like there's always that weird like. Uh, yeah, around the. Don't have to dance around it. Like I would rather this be like a super open conversation where everybody just say, okay, yes, let's do it. Versus being like, Oh, no <laughs> like, in a situation yeah. where it's like okay no yes no, the, no then no then no, no then no, no la, then la, we, yeah. we go out la, or yeah, like I go home exactly, la, yeah. yeah but I yeah I think it would be good if it's, it, it becomes more common everybody just accepts yeah. this as part of yeah life no I think the other thing is that so much like I was specifically told to just not have sex Mm. by my mother who told me that if I had sex I would get pregnant and die <laughs> no la but if I had sex I will get pregnant and then it would bring great shame but like I think it's really stupid because teenagers do be teenagers and they're gonna do it anyway yeah, you might so well change the narrative to be well like yeah you don't do anything them. unless it's a straight yes it's either a straight yes or a straight no there's no such thing as eh. yeah yeah and exactly if it's right. and if it's not a straight yes but you're still pressuring someone then that's a no yeah you don't have to think yeah. so hard you don't have to justify yourself because it's not justified anyway yeah yeah what a heavy topic, Michelle. Yes. I think this is this has been a really long episode. I feel like we've been talking about this for an hour. Alright. As always, you can find us at A Briefcase Podcast on Instagram. I didn't reply to any messages. I know a lot of you sent me like happy Chinese New Year messages, but I didn't because I was How out rude. by <laughs> How rude, Teddy. Since, since Michelle was in Idaho and barely present on our multiple chats. <laughs> <laughs> Except when she wanted to show us the snow. Yes, oh. I had to show everybody the snow. It's so cool. It was negative 
It was negative um, eight, negative nine at some point. One the, night Michelle was like locked out and had to sleep yeah, on the I sofa. Was, yes, I had to sleep on the sofa too. Oh, it was so fun. But it was so cold and my jacket wasn't thick enough. So I was shivering all the time. Plus, I forgot how cold, like how painful frozen toast were. Because yes. I, in absolute vanity, I brought boots that were... <laughs> Pretty, but not yeah, functional. They were like yes. city boots and not... Not Idaho Woods. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Thanks for having me on this show today, Teddy. All right. And do remember to join us next week for another briefcase. <laughs>